Welcome to another episode of Chandelier Chats. I'm your host, Rochelle LaCour. I'm so excited to present today's guest to you today. Her name is Fabiana. She is the founder of Feel Fabulous by Fabiana. She is a brain health certified coach. And today we're going to be talking about what is a healthy brain and how do you get that? So please join me in welcoming to the show, Fabiana. Welcome to the show. How are you today? <laughs> Excited to be here. Excited with the weather. Minnesota is really hot, so that makes me happy. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I am just so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to talk about brain health. And I would love for you to start by sharing who you are, what got you interested in being a brain health certified coach, and what are you up to today? So it's the funny thing is my daughter always complains that the first thing I say when people start talking to me is that I'm Brazilian, <laughs> but uh, it's like, but it's her pet peeve, That's, but, but I am Brazilian. That is, that is part of my culture. That's who I am. That's what makes me who I am, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, very, um, very strong Brazilian here. So I grew up in Brazil. And at 29 years old, I moved to the U.S. when I married my daughter's dad. That was mm -hmm. 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was in the corporate world for about 30 years, 20 of those in the financial markets. So mm -hmm. you think like, how did that transition happen, right? Mm -hmm. um, so after I went through a very hard divorce that I learned so many lessons and it helped me see the strong light that I have inside myself, um, that's what helped me find my calling. Um, and about three years after the divorce, um, I started little by little with my Instagram account, mm -hmm. Fabulous by Fabiana, to inspire and empower women. And then all of a sudden, one, one follower actually said, are you a life coach? And I was like, hmm, I don't, never heard of that. And, you know, let me think about it. And I studied it, went to Chicago, did a certification, started coaching women and never looked back. So what I do is I basically now after I started doing life coaching, I understood that you cannot help someone's emotions without understanding what happens in the organ in the body that handles all of that. And that's mm -hmm. the brain. Mm -hmm. So I actually started studying neuroscience and the science of human emotion during the lockdown in the pandemic, because mm -hmm. we had Harvard and Yale giving free courses online. Wow. I was like, okay. And no, no prerequisitions. I was like, that's it. So I did, you know, you know I did train um, classes on your science, on the science of human emotion, that's more psychology. And I started doing this whole thing and then got certified as a brain health coach. And what do I do? Basically, I facilitate my client's self-directed neuroplasticity. This term is starting to be used more and more. Uh, it's just the ability that the brain has to change itself on rewiring. Uh, because talking about the brain, everything that you think will release hormones in a brain to create the feelings. And when you have a feeling, that's what drives your behavior, right? So if you want to change the way you're behaving or if you want to change your thought, your feelings, you need to change your thoughts. And that whole process, you know, I'm trying to make it very simple. Um, starts with your emotion, which is the biological reaction in the body to the stimuli in the environment, right? So what you see here, you know, it's, it, 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 it immediately um, 
activates your amygdala, which is the fight or flight little, like little inch uh, um, part of the brain. It's like a little almond shaped and it literally activates and starts working to create the fight or flight response where you are in true survival mode. And the funny thing is, is that this brain, our brain was created when we were cavemen, right? It was to protect us from the cyber tooth tiger coming towards or, or you know, from, from real, real danger. Uh, but nowadays the brain functions the same way and we have the same survival reaction for things like seeing someone doing something that hurts you. <laughs> so we need to understand that after some, you know, after many years in the evolution of, um, of man and women and everyone, human, um, our, the, the cortex, the neocortex, which has what we call the prefrontal cortex, which is our executive, the executive part of our brain where we actually have cognitive thinking. All of the functions in this part of the brain is focus, forethought, planning, organization, learning from mistakes, empathy. Uh, oh my God, there's so like memory formation. There's so many things that happens in this part of the brain. And the funny thing is, for women, it's only fully formed at 25 years old. What? And for, yes, and for males, 28. So hmm. that's why teenagers, they have a full brain under construction. Right, so they they literally react. They use their emotional brain, the amygdala, and that's how they just. It's all lack of impulse control. Like they don't have it. <laughs> so, that makes sense. Uh, but if you understand, your brain controls everything in your body. Right, you can lose a limb, you can lose an organ, but you cannot lose your brain. Otherwise, you're done. <laughs> so your own happiness is inside of yourself so a lot of what I work with is helping women figure out the way on how to rewire their brain so that they can really look inside and find their own solutions for their own issues because people try to find their happiness outside and it's not there yeah yeah uh, most of us are externally looking for validation next externally we're looking for someone or something to make us happy so I think it's really powerful that you touched on that and I would love to hear more what does it mean to have a healthy brain oh my god um there's so many things he a healthy brain literally give it a, creates a healthy life in every way imaginable um so how can you create a healthy brain first of all the brain is soft you know, the skull has like hard and sharp ridges, right? So any TBI, which is traumatic brain injury, um, it's, you know, that, it, that is very easy to happen. If you have like a big ball of baseball, like hitting your head, you have a traumatic brain injury. Even, even the, the mild ones, they call mild concussions, right? Uh, it is considered to be the major cause of all psychiatric illnesses, believe it or not. Psychiatric illnesses, substance abuse, homelessness, behavior problems and suicide, they all can come from a traumatic brain injury because it changes how your brain works. The brain has so many different parts and they all have a specific function, right? For example, something that is very funny that uh, I actually had another podcast that I was invited in, the, the, the woman who was hosting, she had had a car accident and she had a brain injury. 
And after I talked about what happens in the right and the left side of the brain, she was like, oh my God, now things are making sense. <laughs> because <laughs> on the right side of brain, the brain naturally is our negative side. It's where we're, uh, I would say, more, uh, neg more anxious, more fearful, more negative. And the functioning on the left side is the opposite. It's like happier, more positive, doesn't see a lot of problems. And the right side, it focuses more on the problems. And when you hit the right side, that is the negative one, what happens? You become more positive, but to the next stream or the other way around. Like if you hit the left side, that it's positive, you're become negative. So I, I, when I did my brain health training, you know, the, the psychiatrist was saying, you should, if you want to fall, fall on your right side. So <laughs> positive. Uh, and it, that's when it, what happens with her because she she hit her right side of the brain and she says, I don't understand because people would, you know, I, I, I kind of almost had the feeling that people um, were ab not, not, not abusing, that's not the right words, but they, they were taking advantage of me because I was always so positive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because of that. And she was like, oh my God, it really makes sense. Um, so things that hurt the brain, obesity, believe it or not, uh, when, when people are, the BMI is like high, when you're obese, your brain shrinks that up makes to sense. from eight to 15%. So you have issues with memory, with cognition, um, because the, 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 the fat cells are toxic, right? So mm -hmm. they're toxic to your neurons. Mm -hmm. So obesity, diabetes, drugs, um, alcohol, a poor diet, because nutrition is everything. Yes. Uh, insomnia. Sleep, when we sleep, we need seven to eight hours of sleep because that's when the brain washes itself. The spinal fluid increases in about 60% and it literally washes the brain, cleaning all the toxins and, and that's where memory formation happens. So when you don't sleep enough, you will have cognitive, not cognitive issues. You're not gonna function well the next day. Uh, and and with, if you keep doing that, you know, you, you're gonna have toxins in your brain and it's not gonna work. Um, Sleep apnea, because then you don't have oxygen coming to your brain. Uh, emotional trauma can affect the brain. because That's it's a big one. Yeah, that's yeah. a huge one. And chronic stress. Because when you have, um, what happens with, with stress is the, the, the fight or flight response. And the same thing happens when you have negative thoughts. The brain releases cortisol. Cortisol will help you and adrenaline, right, to... Do the what you need to do when you really are in danger. But when you have that happening over and over, cortisol is corrosive to your cells in your body. So you will get physically ill if you, you know, you have issues. There is um, the, the, there is a gland, a hormone gland. I forgot the name because that's that's more on the biological side that I don't know that much. But there's a, a biological gland that organizes all all the hormones, and and it come kind of almost stops when you are under stress. Um, so everything kind of screws up <laughs> if uh -huh. you're so what, what what will be having a healthy brain is doing all the things that i just said like you know have a healthy diet eat properly uh exercise because you know what when you there wasn't a research from harvard that they were comparing antidepressants like i think it was zoloff with exercising so what did they do mm -hmm. people that exercised four times a week for um 45 minutes as if you're like walking as you're late you know so you elevate your heart rate so if you do that for 10 12 weeks 
consistently, the results are as efficient as Zoloft because of the serotonin and all the hormones that you release when you exercise. Mm -hmm. And if you do that for over a year, it's actually more efficient than the antidepressant. So exercise, when we say exercise, people think of going to the gym. That's not necessarily it. Is you moving your body enough to elevate your heart rate? Walk fast with your dog, go up and down the stairs, dance, you know, like move. Yeah, do something enjoyable. Exactly. Find what works for you, but try to do that every single day or, you know, four times a week is like what would actually for sure for 45 minutes, give that result. Nutrition is key. Like what, like you are what you eat. You know, if, oh, you, yes. if you don't eat um, healthy uh, food, it, it, it's going to affect not only, you know, everything. And I, and they call the gut the second brain. I, don't, I didn't even get there on the, on the study side because I really want to learn the part of the micro, microbiome and all of that because um, most of the serotonin is actually released through the gut, not the brain. Yes, um, yes, that is true. And so sleep well, find a way to sleep well. Um, clean environment of toxins is key, like mold kind of thing. Uh, paint, that's that, paint. That, that ruins the brain. Uh, physical health, like, you know, make sure that you, you, you keep your physical health. Maintain a healthy weight so you don't become obese or, you know, or get diabetes, that diabetes type two. Um, Appropriate anxiety, believe it or not, anxiety is helpful for your brain because it helps you to measure risk. Because if you have zero anxiety and you're just the positive, they call toxic positivity. You're gonna just like, oh, I can't do that. Let me jump. And then you die. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of toxic positivity. <laughs> I'm serious. So it's it's the it's appropriate anxiety is actually helpful. Um, satisfying relationships because it doesn't matter if everything is doing well with you but if you're in a relationship that is not you know helping you emotionally it, it will it gets it creates the mental uh problems right um so having satisfying relationships is definitely uh one of them uh positive peer group <laughs> your like energy is contagious yes, right it is. Think about it. If you're around a friend who's talking about their problems and complaining and blaming, how are you going to feel when you leave that person? Ugh, right? Yeah. Heavy, so, miserable. Exactly. Uh, stress management, definitely. But you know, the one that for me, uh, besides the healthy part of it, the emotional part of it is what we call, and, and there's the psychology term is A-N-T, but I call it the ants, the automatic negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, because 80% research shows that 80% of our thoughts are negative, right? Uh, which, is right. Crazy, which is crazy, but I don't call them negative. I like to call them protective thoughts because the brain is a protective machine. 